This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Ron DeSantis is pulling a page right out of Barack Obama's playbook. Hey, if Hurricane Sandy could get him reelected, maybe Hurricane Idalia will work for uh, Big Daddy D. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. We're going to get to that. A lot of, man, there's a lot of news coming out of Jacksonville, Florida, which happens to be that the, the headquarters of Mark K. Saves the Republic, as well as all other things, uh, Mark K. But the big news coming out of Jacksonville, what with this, this horrific shooting on Saturday, the hurricane headed this way, the Jaguars went 3-0 and in their preseason game, and the game got stopped due to injury. Really, every time I went on Twitter, or X, pardon me, uh, I saw Jacksonville trending, and every time I see something trending, I go, this isn't good. <laughs> this is not good. And if you don't believe me, just ask my good buddy, uh, Brian Kilmeade. Every time I see Kilmeade trending, I go, uh-oh, what'd that guy do now? Uh, anyway, listen, before we get to the meat of it all, before we get to the heart of it, I'm so excited. Because this weekend, I ran to the mailbox, and I opened up the the, uh, the mailbox, and there was a big, huge package that got jammed in. My mail, you know, there's we have the regular mailbox that you unlock with a key. And then if there's packages that are too large for the mailbox, the, there's larger mailboxes and the, the mailman's supposed to put a key to the larger mailbox in your smaller mailbox. My, my guy doesn't do that. He just jams those packages right into the small mailbox. So I'm like trying to yank this thing out and I open it up and look what I got. I got my new apron, my listless vessel apron. Look, it's so fantastic. There it says, it says deplorable, check. Neanderthal, check. Listless vessel, check. Catriot, check. And it's got the uh, American flag. And this is the official capron. Uh, if you're watching online somewhere, if you're watching on locals or anywhere else, you'll be able to see it. But if you're listening on the podcast, man, you gotta, this thing is amazing. And I love it. And it's protective and it fits nicely and it's adjustable. It's got these massive pockets on it. And uh, and now whenever I cook or barbecue or grill or clean my gun or whatever it is, uh, you know, ever whatever manly thing I'm doing, mixing mixing french 75s i guess that's not the most <laughs> i guess mixing a friend me old mixing an old-fashioned that's better manhattans yeah salty dogs those are much more manly drinks than french 75s although i do enjoy i do enjoy a good french 75 every now and then also i ordered look i ordered a hoodie and the hoodie came too and if you look at the hoodie it says it's got the same thing it's got the same deplorable neanderthal listless vessel catriot and then look at the back ready Oh, yeah. Boom. The Marque Show logo. And I used to print the Marque Show logo really small on the back. Uh, but then somebody said to me, Marque, why do you put the Marque Show logo so small on the back? And then uh, you should make it bigger. So I did. And um, anyway, those are available right now. All this stuff is available at MarqueKShop.com. MarqueKShop.com for your listless vessel hoodies, T-shirts, aprons, baby onesies, anything and everything that you could possibly want. Um to let everybody know that you can call us names all you want. You can call us names Hillary Clinton. You can call us names Joe Biden. You can call us names Ron DeSantis. But there's only one name that matters, and that is Catriot. Liberty-loving, freedom-defendant Catriot, who is going to stand up and fight for America, fight for this republic, spread the truth, and not fall for your lies and your propaganda and your BS, you BS and BSers. 
You know who we, so I'm starting to spin. I'm getting really, I'm getting really, getting really fired up for a Monday morning. Anywho, uh, we'll get to all that here in just a minute. But uh, okay, so this morning, as I do every Monday morning, I was chatting with my good friends at Catriot Radio Network Radio Station, WHIO, in uh, Dayton, Ohio, serving the Miami Valley. And uh, Larry Hanskin, who's the morning guy there, he asked me a question. Um, and he said, Mark, you know, this hurricane Idalia is coming to Florida. Do you think that that is something that may actually help Ron DeSantis? And I thought to myself, what I always think to myself, which is, could anything really help Ron DeSantis at this point? I mean, is it is anything going to is anything going to counter the mugshot that was released by Fulton County on Friday? Is there anything that is is there anything that is going to help any of these candidates after Donald Trump has basically become an icon? He's become an iconoclast of the underserved and forgotten and trampled on um, American public. And it's not just conservatives. It's not just Republicans. It's not just the MAGA crowd. It's every Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Everybody, it's every, over the weekend, there were uh, black voters that I saw posting all over there in social media about how they now support Donald Trump. There were Arabs, uh, there, there was an Arab for Trump meme that I saw, which was, I thought was pretty incredible. There's, uh, you know, women for Trump. There's gay people for Trump. Everybody in America is Trump, is uh, for Trump. Because think about it this way. Everybody in America or the large portion of Americans believes that they are part of us or a segment of society that has been downtrodden, that has been stepped on, that has been overlooked, that has been taken advantage of. Okay, and unfortunately for the Democrats, a lot of people feel that way because the Democrats told them to feel that way. The Democrats said, here's how you have to feel. If you're if you're a lesbian, a gay person, bisexual, transgender, queer, LGBTQ plus, if you're any of those things, then you are you have been treated as less of a person. You have been segmented by society. The government has not helped you out. Your fellow man thinks less of you and you have rights. And so they feel like they've been taken advantage of. Then you've got the African-American population. And for years, the Democrats have been saying Republican policies have been keeping you in squalor and the government doesn't care about you and the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, and no one's coming to save you vote for us. And then, of course, people realized, wait a minute, you're the ones that aren't actually doing anything for the African-American community. Same for Latinos, same for women, same for, uh, you know, the Arab population and, and Muslims in this country. And now everybody sees what's happening to Donald Trump. And they're like, you know, the crap that you've been saying the government has been doing to us, uh, you know, uh, the, the crap that you've been saying where people are are unfairly prosecuting us and segmenting us and putting us in prison and charging us with this crime. You know, there we, we see this two-tiered system of justice that you've been you've been preaching to us for years. How how this is unfair and we're gonna level the playing field. Well, clearly, I relate more to Donald Trump than I do to anybody to Joe Biden. Joe Biden has committed crime after 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 crime. No penalization, no penalties. Guy just keeps buying mansions. Guy just has, he keeps talking about, man, I got this 67 Corvette I bought with all this money I stole while I was vice president. I didn't steal it. I, 
I sold access to the highest levels of government in exchange for the money that I then used to purchase my Corvette that I parked in my mansion. And man, I, I, you know, and, but no, I've never been in prison. I've never been in jail. I've never been in, even hauled up in front of a court. Even his son kind of got charged, then kind of didn't. And now we're not really sure where that case is going because David Weiss is still in charge and he's about as corrupt as the rest of them. So now when you're looking around, you go, wait a minute. I actually, as a regular American, someone who's gotten a speeding ticket, someone who's maybe been thrown in jail after a bar fight or a DUI, somebody whose tax taxes are just going up and up and up while my salary's going down and down and down, somebody who feels like the government is taking advantage of us, somebody who feels like their voice isn't being heard, somebody who feels like they are a victim of government overreach and, and a system that is rigged against them, they're looking at Donald Trump going... That guy is more like me than anybody than Joe Biden is. Joe Biden gets to take 82 weeks vacation every single year. He went from the beach to the other beach to Lake Tahoe. He stopped in Hawaii, which is also a beach, to just insult everybody for a minute. And then he went right back on vacation. Nobody in America can relate to Joe Biden. Everybody in America can re relate to Donald Trump. And the more they prosecute him and persecute him and put him in prison and the more they take his mugshot, the more people out there are going to be like, you know, he's one of me. That guy's one of us. That guy's got a mugshot. I got a mugshot. Everybody, black, white, Asian, Latino, who has been in prison, who has had a mugshot of themselves taken, every single one of those people can now relate more to Donald Trump than Joe Biden. And that's why his poll numbers continue to go up. That's why his publicity continues to go up. And I don't, I'm not even going to talk about the mugshot. We talked about that on Friday. We talked about the mugshot on Friday. This mugshot, somebody wrote, gosh, where was it? Uh, there was a great headline. I'm going to try to find it real quick. There was a great headline from one of these liberal newspapers about Donald Trump's mugshot. And it read something along the lines of, uh, it, was, it was read something along the lines of, the mugshot was supposed to be um, a, a moment of, of uh, reflection and angst for the Trump campaign. Instead, he turned it into a threat. And everybody's now looking at this mugshot going, man, Democrats is in trouble. They're not looking at this mugshot. They're not going, well, maybe now Donald Trump will realize he's a horrible person. Maybe now Donald Trump will change his ways. Maybe now Donald Trump will change his tune when it comes to America and Joe Biden and elections and yada, yada, yada. Uh-uh. Donald Trump's looking at this mugshot going, you do not know what you just did, but you are going to find out. And uh, that's very exciting. So anyway, back to Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, I mean, the whole point of this was, I don't know that there's anything that could help Ron DeSantis at the moment, but let's go back to that. Because you may remember, Hurricane Sandy devastated New Jersey and New York. Hurricane Sandy went up along the Carolina coast. Everyone thought it was going to hit the, thought it was going to hit the, um, the Carolinas around Charleston and Wilmington. It didn't do that. Kept going north. It savaged the Jersey shore. It destroyed uh, buildings on the Jersey Shore and the boardwalk and uh, displaced people from their homes. And the dunes were just decimated. And it was a huge, big deal. And it was just weeks. It was October. It was late in hurricane season. And it was weeks before the presidential election where Mitt Romney was, I don't know if he was leading Barack Obama, but it was close. And the debates had wrapped up and Barack Obama looked horrible in the debates. Mitt Romney wiped the floor with Barack Obama. Mitt Romney... It, it almost looked, and if you don't remember, Mitt Romney came prepared to the debates to look presidential, act presidential. He had his, he had his, his zingers ready to go. He had every, all the information he wanted to share ready to go. He knew how to take down Obama. And Barack Obama came to these debates and he looked tired and he looked gray. 
and he looked unprepared, and he looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked like he'd had four years in the presidency, and four years of the presidency was enough for him. And Mitt Romney had, was was skyrocket, was jumping in the polls. One, two, three, four. Then Hurricane Sandy hit. Governor Chris Christie at the time met with Barack Obama, and a couple of weeks, I think it was like a week or two, maybe a week before the election, um, he spoke so highly of Barack Obama, and he spoke so so well of the president, and talked about how helpful he was and how lucky we were to have him. And keep in mind, this is this was at the time a popular Republican governor in a blue state, and now here comes an unpopular president into the same blue state. And the Republican is singing his praises. Then they hugged. They embraced that big, warm, bear hug of an embrace. And that was the same embrace that Vivek Ramaswamy mentioned last week. When Chris Christie said, you remind me of Obama. He goes, hey, why don't you come over here and give me a hug? Give me a big damn hug, brother. That way you can help me get elected just like you helped Obama get elected. Well, now here comes another hurricane. You got another candidate who looks like he's tired, who looks like he's not doing well, who's dropping in the polls, who's not beating Donald Trump, who's getting pummeled by everybody else. And now here comes a hurricane. And when a hurricane hits, that means airtime. The I mean, the governor's already been on the television all week long, all weekend long. Pardon me. Saturday, <clears throat> we saw Governor DeSantis talking about this shooting in Jacksonville, this shooting at the Dollar General. Three black people were killed by a white man. Um, we saw him again talking about the hurricane yesterday, this morning, when the hurricane does come and hit on uh, the uh, West coast of Florida over the week, he's going to be on television talking about rescue efforts and, and, you know, what not to do and, you know, go home and evacuate this and that and FEMA, he's going to be standing there looking like a leader, looking presidential, and he's going to get a leg up. He's going to get the Chris Christie hurricane Sandy treatment. Um, all eyes will be on him, not just as the governor of the state of Florida, but as the next potential president of the United States. And he is now going to be given uh, the, the, the uh, I would say, not unfair advantage, but the advantage of being the governor of Florida during a time of crisis so people can see how he may react as the president of the United States during a similar crisis. Now, the problem is this isn't a presidential election. If it were Joe Biden versus Ron DeSantis and it were, you know, September of next year, or October of next year and a hurricane came and he handled it with the, you know, the uh, the agility and the adeptness and the and the knowledge and the and the leadership that we know he's going to I mean, he's going to do a great job. This isn't the first hurricane Governor DeSantis has had to deal with. This isn't the first tragedy or the the first um, issue that Governor DeSantis has had to deal with. As I said before, one of the greatest governors this state has ever seen. But it's going to be interesting now with the extra uh, with the extra, you know, eyes on this particular situation, if he's going to use it to his advantage or to his disadvantage. The problem is, no matter how much he uses it to his advantage, he still has to overcome an insurmountable amount of support that Donald Trump has. And I don't believe that Hurricane Idalia and Donald and uh, Ron DeSantis's response to it is in any way, shape or form going to do anything at all to curb the massive lead or to to, uh, you know, squash the gap or, or narrow the gap between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. Not to mention, you still got these other bozos hanging around, eating up valuable percentage points. People like Asa Hutchinson and Mike Pence and, and Tim Scott, lovely guy. He's not going to be president. All he's going to do is take away votes from somebody else who legitimately could be the next leader of the United States. Maybe not in 2024, but in 2028. So it, it's going to be interesting to see 
Um, again, we are so far away from not even not even the presidential election, but the first primary. This hurricane is going to come. It's going to go. And by the time September rolls around, there's going to be some other issue. There's going to be some other problem. There's going to be some other invasion. There's going to be some other indictment, probably, that's going to draw the attention right back toward Donald Trump. Uh, but anyway, something we're going to be watching now later on on the show. Speaking of that shooting, we have the sheriff here in Jacksonville, T.K. Waters. He's coming in to discuss it with us. And that guy's been I mean, he's been everywhere. He's first of all, he's a great guy. He's a great sheriff. We're lucky to have him. And he's just been everywhere this past weekend. Uh, he's going to give us the update. And we're going to talk a little bit about how the left immediately from the Church of Lyontology and Chuck Todd to the president of the United States himself, live from Lake Tahoe, Joe Biden taking a break from uh, from his Tahoe vacation to spread his angst and anger at white people. Once again, we'll get to all that. Uh, we'll have some other fun stuff because, you know, it is Monday. Maybe we'll give away some stuff. I don't know. Maybe we'll play play a game or two. But anyway, uh, and don't forget your your official Speaking of Ron DeSantis, listless vessel merchandise is available right now at Mark K Shop. You can get this apron that I'm donning right now. You can get one of these fantastic hoodies or t-shirts, anything and everything that your heart desires. MarkKShop.com. Be sure to use coupon code listless at checkout for 10% off. Code listless at checkout for 10% off. Thank you so much for joining me today. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to, uh, if you don't yet follow this podcast, you got to follow the podcast. If you don't download it every day, you got to download it every day. You got to listen. You got to understand what's going on. You have to understand where our enemies are, how they're trying to attack us, how they're trying to twist and turn the propaganda against us. They want you to think something that's not true is true. And they want you to know that the truth is a lie because that's the only way that they feel that they can win. And if they win, we lose and we can't lose. Because every single day we have been tasked with the very, very strong responsibility by our founding fathers, by those who came before us, with, but for, our, for our children and our posterity, we all have to do everything we can possibly do to save the republic.